Blog Talk Radio. Dude wow. getting paid 
over twenty million dollars. That's that's shit. Is that twenty five? Is that twenty five? Okay, quick, quick, uh, quick grab. No, that's not twenty five. Obviously, that's hundred million dollars a year. But that's 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 damn near twenty because I guess twenty million dollars a year would be eighty million dollars a year. So forget the North Carolina math there. But that's still too much for Evan Turner. Oh, ten million a year. Yeah. Yeah, Matthew Dumbledore, you know that same deli from like finals of Latin, of two of last year, not this past year, obviously. Four yeah. years, thirty-eight point four million dollars to the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Insane. Al, Je- Al Jefferson. Well, there's more. Al Jefferson, three years, thirty million dollars to the Indiana Pacers. The ever so slow of foot, Al Jefferson getting paid ten million dollars a year. Um. Well, Solomon Hill, four years, $52 million of the New Orleans Pelicans. Evan Fournier. Who is Evan Fournier, you ask? Exactly my point. Five years, $85 million with the Orlando Magic. Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson. Yes, that's same Jordan Clarkson. Four years, 50 mil re-up with the L.A. Lakers. And the coup de gras. You ready for this, bro? Timothy yeah. Moskov. Four yes. years, $64 million damn dollars to the Lakers. What the hell is going on here, man? Seriously, you know what? what's going on here? You, 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 you want to know my truthful answer on this? At, at first, Uh-oh. I thought it was an issue. I mean, for the past couple of years, and, you know, we, we, we've talked NBA draft several times. You know, I've talked NBA draft with a, a couple of uh, other buddies of mine that, that are a little bit more intelligent about the drafting process than I am. But my number mm-hmm. one question then was, why is it that everyone is drafting these guys that are that are unproven? These all of these international guys or these young guys or these uh, underclassmen over proven seniors? And and the word that mm-hmm. I kept hearing thrown out there, of course, is potential. And and it seems like these guys, the, the the NBA owners just can't save themselves from themselves. That's my original. That's my my native point is the fact that NBA yeah. owners can't save themselves from themselves. Drafting for potential and throwing out money just because you can to sign guys that don't necessarily deserve it. I mean, my thing is this: if you don't sign these guys to this money, it, 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 the, the the fan base of the league won't look at, at at these owners as being insane because that's exactly what they're looking at. Dollar a dollar four years for thirty six million. That's insane. Almost yeah. ten million a year. That's crazy. For a dude that right. averages maybe five six points a game for almost ten million a year. Oh my god! Looking at the the, the, the tracker for the past couple of days and, and just seeing the numbers that have been thrown down has just been astronomically insane. I don't know what's going on. And and the fact that they're using the excuse of well we have to spend this money. It's there astronomical. You know. How about you? Give us check. Give us check. <laughs> you don't have to spend on them. I mean, that's, you know what that's like? That's like me. If I have a lot of money, spend on something like, like it just, just buys me head and shoulders. I'm bald. Yeah. I don't need head and shoulders. <laughs> just because I have the money, I don't need it. I have to buy some head and shoulders. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, again, Timothy Mosgolf. The, oh my God! The 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 iconic Timothy Moskov, four years, sixty-four million dollars. I tell you one thing, man. Those these NBA owners better not think about having another lockout. They better not think about doing so. 
They're spinning this money like it's going on style. I mean, that's just that's 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 insane. That is, oh my God, I I, I can't. I, I just can't. I can't. With, I can't. With even more money to blow next year. Think about that. Yeah. So we we're that's, thinking that this is insane scary. now. Wait until next year. I mean, I don't I don't think there'll be as many big names, even though there's one great big name that just might become a free agent at the end of next year if he just oh, happens boy. to win the title out west. But there's going to be a whole lot of money to blow, even more money to blow next year. We think that this year is insane. All right. Now check out Moscow's career stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not, not career stats, but just for this season. 6.3 points per game. Yeah. 4.4 rebounds per game. Okay. Yeah. Minutes per game, 17.4. And dude is getting paid $16 million per year. Yeah. And freaking believable. It's, it's, so it's, the funny it's thing insane. is this. Uh, I don't think that they've done it yet, and I knew that he was a free agent. Jordan Hill, I knew, was the guy that they would like to have brought back. If uh-huh. they're signing Mozgov for 16, imagine what Jordan Hill was. Oh, jeez. He started you know, for you know it's a sad, you know, you know it's a sad state of affairs when you say, imagine what Jordan Hill was. It's <laughs> 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 a sad state of affairs when you do Oh, my God. Yes. I got one more stats comparison for you right quick. The okay. aforementioned Evan Turner from earlier who's about to make almost $20 million a year. With the Portland Trailblazers, uh-huh. for some god awful reason, 10.5 points per game, 4.9 rebounds per game, 4.4 assists per game. Yeah, that's Bill <sighs> close to $20 million man right there. That's just oh um, freaking believable. And you know what? Unless, I unless, do not. Sorry, sorry. I do not want to see a broke two electric boogaloo. Starring these bammers in about another ten years on the ESPN fifty for fifty. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that they've made dumb decisions and that they have had no idea what's going on. And these hangers on. Oh my God! And my Deuce is asking for another car. I don't want to hear it because you shouldn't be making yeah. this money. You're making the same amounts of money. Save this money. Do something with it, please. Because you, you won the lottery. You really have. And and, and I, oh my God! This is just insane. Uh, uh, I'm just praying that my son becomes six, 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 seven and improves his handle just a little I'm, bit. I'm developing my six year old jump shot right now. That, I mean, I'm developing a <laughs> jump shot. I mean, this, if, if Timmy got Moscow's big ass to get paid six mil a year, I'm asking my son with a jump shot. And he, he, he has a he's on the tail end of his growth spurt, by the way, uh, for a six year old. Can't stand on the open market. So I go in the gym working with jump shots to speak. Um, let me let me ask you this. This you're talking about free agent contracts here. Your boy Bradley Bill, I'm gonna bring this to a personal level. Your boy Bradley Bill resigned with your beloved Washington Wizards for five years, hundred twenty eight million dollars. Yeah. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. Um, it's one of those situations of course where you've heard it that the owners have the money to throw away. Why not? Um, they should have at least allowed him to, uh, to test the market. If the market bears that he deserves to get max deal, unless they heard something that I, of course, have not in terms of max money being tossed his way, 
after losing out on KD, I guess that's what you have to do because there wasn't a lot of talent looking to run towards BC. And one of the issues, and this is something that a lot of people don't like to talk about that actually came up in conversation, um, if, if I remember correctly, uh, Al Horford's daddy said it. So I don't know exactly how truthful it is, but I can see this being the case. The reason why Al chose Boston over Washington was because of the fan base in both cities, whereas Boston is a little bit more fanatic, and I can see that and completely understand that. And I see that as being an issue for a guy who's playing at home. You will want to feel like you're playing at home. Last year they blew right. John Wall shooting free throw shots. Now, I understand it could be a situation where you have more, you know, of, of uh, 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 with, with D.C. being a transient city, I've, I, I've yeah. been to games where there have been more fans of one team than another. Matter of fact, I, I went to a Knicks game where there were more Knicks fans, or the Knicks fans were just louder than the Wizards fans. Definitely a Knicks game. Right, definitely yes. a Knicks game, yeah. You know, so I would want to feel like I'm at home when I'm playing at home. So I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't begrudge him for making that decision, even though I, I thought that if how often it would have come to D.C., the Wizards would be a better team than the, the, the Celtics. But I, I, I see his point. But like I said before, with no one really to come, there's no one willing to come to Washington, and there and the, the front office banking that Bradley Beal will get healthy enough and prove to be the player that they hope he can be. I guess why not? But if it doesn't work, then eh, you're not really handcuffed because the cap goes up again next year. Yeah, it's going to be insane next year. It's going to be like the wild, wild west, man. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be freaking insane. Um, yeah. So, 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 so I, so I guess we can end this topic with discussing one last famous, well, infamous Bama, the White Howard. <laughs> You called him. Oh, that Bama there. You called him. You called it going. You called him going to his hometown Hawks team. Yeah. So, I think actually it's a decent move for both for both sides. I, I mean, I think that the wife will be more comfortable in his hometown. I never. I thought he, you know, as I said last week on the podcast, we both said actually he should have kept this behind in Orlando. Yeah. A long time ago. He should never have left Orlando. He should never have run mm-hmm. off with Coach Stanford Gundy either. He screwed that up himself. But I do think he'll be better in Atlanta. And plus, he's there. It's a three-year deal. Yeah. So think about it. When the cap goes astronomically higher next after next season uh, due to the TV deal kicking in, he still won't be overpaid if that makes any type of sense. I know it sounds weird. For a guy signed a three-year, seventy-and-a-half-million-dollar deal that pays him over twenty million dollars a year, but still, that's not. I mean, compared to these other stiffs that get all these fat contracts, I don't think that they were paying for the White House. You know, I yeah. think that I, I do think that if it, I, I do think that Atlanta would have been better off if they were able to, in addition to the White Howard, bring him back, uh, Horford back in the fold. But I heard yes. that Horford didn't want to play with Howard, which I find that pretty I, – I can understand that, but it's unfortunate because it's not like they'll be getting in, 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 in each other's way. Because imagine a front court with Horford, Howard, and um, his name just slipped my mind. His name just slipped my mind. I'm getting old. Um, not too sure. I'm trying to remember who the three is there in Atlanta myself. Oh, my God. We're I, – I, 
I'm pathetic. Let me just make it up as I'm talking about it. But, um, but no, you're right because Harper can stretch the floor, and and and. And, and and Dwight's game offensively, even though I've seen video of him trying to work on his jump shot, his game is more under the basket, and and, and it it would work. It really would work. And with, with him playing his back to the basket, Paul I, I can see that Paul Millsap, being a yeah, situation. Paul Millsap. Paul, Paul Millsap. Millsap yeah. Yes. Imagine that for a court. Imagine that how great that for a court would would, would actually be. Because they, 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 they all are not, they, all three wouldn't get into just way because that three totally different games. Mills have more yeah. of an all around player of the three, but, you know, with, 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 with uh, Horford doing dirty work and whatnot, and Howard cleaning up the, the garbage on the offensive glass and, and blocking shots, I think they would have been a bigger force to be wrecked with in the East. But, you know, Boston's getting a good thing with Horford. Um, and I think very that good. Atlanta would do – yeah, very – it's a damn good signing by Danny Ainge. Props to him. But I think that Howard would do well in Atlanta. And I think while Atlanta wouldn't – I don't think they're totally far off. They're still a playoff team, in my opinion. But I think they're more of the, the, the fifth and sixth seed variety right now. Unless they make mm-hmm. more moves. So, yeah, I think with, I think with, with Horford, they would have been like a four or even a three seed. I will completely agree with you. I will completely agree with you. I mean, with teams like um, uh, a team that no one's really talking about, and you have to forgive me, these uh, PG County streets are, are on fire right now with all I these. I was about to say, uh, you went with the time. You know, I was trying to make a turn down the street, you know, where, where I didn't think a fire engine would be coming from, and God knows here comes another one. But yeah, these, uh, <laughs> it's just it's the, the one thing that no one's really talking about right now. The Indiana Pacers have been making quiet yes. moves, even though they really haven't been right. signing a, a, a bunch of huge names, but there have been quality right. names that they've been receiving via trade, so they're getting better. Um, Boston, they've gotten better with Al Horford, but I still think that they need a, a, a pure scorer on that team to, to really boost right. them to be a top four team. Um, Toronto, of course, they re-signed DeRozan. Um, but I think that they still kind of stay pat and, and probably will be uh, in for uh, uh, some problems winning that division again. Of course, with Boston getting slightly better. And I know that you don't believe it. And I don't necessarily fully believe it, but if it pans out, if New York works out, they'll give the uh, the Atlantic division some fits as well. So there's going to be a lot of work in that division and, and – there was an uh, issue last year, the well, this past season, where spots I think sure. three, four, five, and six were all a tie. It might yeah. be like that again Not this correct. year. Yeah, well, we that, just that, might see that, that again. Yeah. I'll say this about my beloved Knicks. At least we won't suck next year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won't suck next year. We got Joakim Noah, but I mean, we're signing a mass unit. We got Joakim Noah which is a great signing, but if he's healthy, he'll be he'll more than pay he'll be, he'll, he's be more than worth of this contract. And yeah. instead of us to give us at least eighty to ninety percent, I think we'll be fine. I you know, we we missed that point guard for years that could create, which will help Melo's game, which is gonna help Porzingis game. So mm-hmm. I think we're in a good place right now. I love to sign a Courtney Lee, Charlotte 
give him yes. a defensive two guard. That, I thought that was a great move. And, you know, I, 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 I'm, I kind of, I'd like, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm, I'm such a pragmatist. I'm a little bit more of a pessimist, actually, because of my beloved Knicks. And I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop every season <laughs> since the Patrick Ewing days. So they look better on paper. I'll give you that. And we won't suck. But it's a matter of if all those pieces are healthy and stay consistent, I love where we're going. I really do. So with free agency out of the way, almost out of the way, let's discuss the biggest piece of free agency, Kevin Durant. Now, you know how I feel about the Durant signing with Golden State Warriors. I thought it was weak. I I'm, I'm, I know I'm a bit of an old-school guy from the 80s, watching the NBA from the 80s and 90s. Where the, in my opinion, the NBA was, was at its best during those years. You didn't see stars in their prime signing with other stars. I didn't. You didn't have Magic Johnson and Larry Bird in their primes teaming up with other with like with other cats. So um, yes. I, I just don't like that. And before we get into that, Chris Pay is about to join the conversation. So I know he has some thought, uh, thoughts on that. So before I dive in, Chris, what's up, right quick? How you doing? Hey, sorry I'm late. <laughs> My alarm didn't go off. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We're about to go in on on, on the white. Um, I'm sorry, on Kevin Durant. So I'm I'm just going to just say, Chris, by earlier, you know, I'm old school. Again, I'm old school. I believe that if stars, if you are a lead superstar. And if you nearly lose out to another alleged superstar, you don't join said superstar, okay? I mean, the Thunder has the Warriors dead to rights at the 3-1 to deficit in the Western Conference Finals. They frankly choked away that series. Part of it was, was the Reds' fault. And, you know, we could talk about Westbrook at another time. But um, basically – you don't join. It's one thing to join that team. I mean, sure, you have the right to leave the Oklahoma, like the Oklahoma City Thunder, but you don't join the team that beat you, and especially the team that you had three to one down three to one in the Western Conference Finals, and especially if you leave a team that's the that would have the time to get back to another Western Conference Finals. So, Chris, as you join the conversation. I'm like uh, I'm gonna kick it to you first. What are, what like what are your thoughts on, on 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 Kevin Durant leaving? Do you think it's just a new school thing we have to get used to it, or are you old school and thinking you know that this is totally weak moves? Well, um, to be honest with you, I think it's I think I'm old school. I um, remember when um, you know what did Jordan say? He said you know we were didn't want to play with it. We wanted to beat these guys, and that's what they did. They tried to right. find ways to beat them. You know, um, I think and. I think that if he had stayed in Oklahoma City, you know, and uh, he would have he, – he's become LeBron, what LeBron was five years ago with, with the decision. He's mm-hmm. just done that to himself. And now everyone's going to watch Golden State to see them fall. Um, I think he should have gone – he could have come to Dallas. He could have gone any place but, but there. I just – I hate to think that this is what we have to um, get used to, um, but it's happening. You know, it's happening. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what statistic that was. I heard about how many um, – there haven't been that many teams in the last 20 years that have won the NBA Finals. And I bet you these, all these guys know that, so they're trying to win. You know, they want to win a, a title. 
you know, to see LeBron do it three times, Jordan do it six, you know, Kobe do it five, they want to do it at least once, you know, so right. they're trying to fix it to where they can do it. So um, I'm, I would like to – I'm going to say that the NBA has failed where the NFL has succeeded, where Major League Baseball has succeeded, you know, where, right. you know, you, it's left parity where you're not going to get these dynasties. You know, so you can go to a team um, – like let's look at the NFC South that they have a new champion every year. You know, um, mm-hmm. we hate it because traditionally, you know, we had powerhouses in football, but at the same time, everyone gets a right. chance to win, except for if you live in Dallas. So <laughs> that's my take on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was like, wait that's for right. it, wait for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Um, I, I just I just wanted your point, Chris. Again. I don't have a problem with Durant leaving. I guess he has the right to leave. I guess even if it's a style contending team, I guess. But why not go to Boston? I mean, Boston was on his way out too. He was. They were. Boston made the final three before they mm-hmm. lost out to the final two between OKC mm-hmm. and Golden State. But so if mm-hmm. Durant wanted to impress me, I'm speaking just personally, of course. Mm-hmm. Why not go to Boston where they already signed Al, Al Horford, right? They mm-hmm. already have a have an overachieving rather young core that's totally mm-hmm. well coached, totally well mm-hmm. coached. And why not do that and take on the man himself and his own conference year after yep. year after year? Boston's on the rise, yep. man. And with and with and with Durant and and like in the fold, it still would have been Durant's team. Okay, mm-hmm. it's still been Durant's team, and can't just imagine what it would do to his legacy if he gave, if he led Boston to an 18th reign over LeBron mm-hmm. James to get there. Imagine mm-hmm. that. It could be done. It could be done. But he chose the easy way out. So Dwayne, mm-hmm. Dwayne, help me out here. Help me understand why this was a good move at all for Kevin Durant. And you know what? I find that that you, uh, you you you're starting to learn me here, because <laughs> you said you said something very interesting. I don't think anyone else really picked up on that, but you asked, "Help me figure this out." And that's what I've been yeah. attempting to do over the past couple of days. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like you guys. I am old school NBA. I completely believe that if you were to sit me down and ask me what was the best era between. Uh, 1980 and today, I will most definitely say the time between 1980 and and 1989, 1990. That was the best mm-hmm. era for me. And of course, I started with me being the age of five until now. That's 35 years. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I have to say is, this is basically the NBA that those great players kind of created. And let me explain. This is what okay. they were fighting for. They were fighting for freedom. They were fighting to have the ability to be able to choose where they wanted to go play and, and how much money they wanted to make while doing so. What they didn't sure. think would happen is that the, 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 this evolution of the creation of super teams would happen. Now, mind you, yeah. people say things like Isaiah, Jordan, Bird, Magic, those guys, they wouldn't do this. And you know why they wouldn't do it? They didn't have the opportunity and they couldn't do it. 
for multiple reasons. Of course, one reason being that they wanted that competition, which we thoroughly respect. Also, ownership wouldn't allow that to happen. We grew up with players playing almost their entire career with one team. It, it, it was. It was. I don't like using the term slavery because, of course, these athletes are being paid right. to do so. But they were stuck right. with one team almost for the, their entire career. And I hate the narrative that Mike would never do it. Let me tell you why Mike would never do it because he knew that the Celtics, the Pistons, the Lakers—they were all getting old. If he waited a couple of years, he knew that he would have fresher legs than them and would be able to beat them. Let's be real. But no one likes to say that. That's the point. You know, no one wants to bring that up. But And and he also knew that he was better than his peers. He knew that he was more competitive than his peers and would do whatever he could to beat them. Simple as that. But as we started to go on and let's look down this timeline, you know, the fact that everyone wanted to compare this situation or bring up Charles Barkley in this situation uh, in terms of – Oh, you know, you know, Barkley with his comments, I agree with some and disagree with others, but people were bringing up the whole, oh, Charles don't believe in going to the super team, and then, of course, show the photo of him playing with Houston. Completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, of course, in yeah. that situation, Phoenix got assets. They traded him away. He didn't leave as a free agent. Completely different. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't begrudge yeah. a player. But, but even in that situation, players like Charles, Players like Clyde Drexler, they ask to be traded yeah, away to contenders, but still different than going to Golden State and KD situation because right. what they did was they did not go to the team that was in the NBA Finals the year prior. They didn't go to yeah. the team that had a 73-9 and record the year prior. They went to mm-hmm. teams that were probably – they were contenders, but they were probably like a three-seed, a four-seed, or a fifth-seed – even in their own conference, not even in the entire league. So it wasn't like they were going to the best team. They were still going to contenders, but not to the best team. Fast forward another 30 years. You know, you still got guys being traded to contenders. Now they have the opportunity to sign two-year contracts with the option to leave after one to either chase money or a ring. Now it's all about what you want. Do you want to chase money? which I don't begrudge players that want to do that, i.e. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomorrow Anthony, or you can chase rings. The thing is this. When you are chasing a ring, and especially in this situation, what KD is going to have to do is play out of his mind next year and show yeah. that he is Justified. one of the top three players in the league. Exactly. If he does that, all of that is forgotten. You will still have people out there who will still say, well, he had to go to Golden State to do it, but not as many. And at the same time, he gets his ring. The same thing with, with, with LeBron when he went to Cleveland, when he came back to Cleveland. You know, people forgot about what happened in Miami. And let's not say that he didn't leave Miami to go to another super team in essence because he knew that they were going to try to go get Kevin Love. He knew that uh, Cleveland was younger than Miami at that time, and Miami had yeah. been beaten up. So yep. just – Right. You know, no one talks about that. No one talks about that ring chaser. You know what I'm saying? He did it twice. But now he got a championship in the land, and everything's fine and Danny with this dude, and everyone hates KD. The other thing with KD, and real quick, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was the year that he went to the NBA Finals, uh, issue of SI where he was featured as the cover story. 
and on the cover, it was him shooting a free throw, and and the, the text on the cover said, "I'm tired of coming in a second. Mm-hmm. I was second in the AAU. You know, I was the number two overall draft pick. I was second in the finals. I'm tired of being in second. He wants to win the ring, so this is his chance to win the ring. If he wins the ring this year, he probably opts out and chases money." We'll have to wait and see, but I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's all he wants to do. He wants to win a title, and it, it's coming out now that he, him and his relationship on the court with Michael Westbrook was just – not Michael, I'm sorry. I keep calling him the library, the former receiver. Uh, with Russell Westbrook is just not working out. You know, yeah. it, it just wasn't working out, and, and I, I, I didn't mind him leaving. I didn't, but uh, all I know is that OKC – you should do something to to recoup what they're about to lose and Russell Wilson come next spring if they don't trade him, or next summer if they don't trade him. Well, mm-hmm. I'll say this. We'll, we'll get to Russell Westbrook in a minute, but uh, as far as Clyde Drexler, he did, like, the, he came to Houston the year, the first, the year after the Rockets won their first title over my beloved Knicks. So yes. that's why I think that Drexler should kindly recuse himself Shut the bleep up and stay out of it, okay? Because he has no room to talk whatsoever. Now that there's Barker, Barker can't pay it out of Philly. Remember, to, to, to get yeah. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Even though Phoenix didn't win a title, they were one of the contenders. To your point, they won the title. Dan winner, Marley and Cameron Johnson and him. Exactly, exactly. Love that squad. But yeah. Again, as did I. Think about how. Think about how great the '80s were. And I know we sound yeah. like old man. I'm about to yell yes, you off my lawn in a second. But <laughs> think about this for a minute. The, it was more, the NBA was more than just the Celtics and Lakers, y'all. Back then, every almost every team had at least one superstar. Like yes. Atlanta had Dominique Wilkins, of course, and the great around the cast around him. Um, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Remember the first with Sidney Moncrief, Jack Sigma, Terry Cummings? Yeah. That was yes. a damn good squad. That's yeah, a damn good squad. I'm sorry. And the Sixers, for the, most of the '80s, were pretty good with Dr. J and yeah. Moses Malone and 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 and, uh, and Andrew Tony and them. And then, the, of course, the Bad Boy Pistons. The Bulls are starting to come on. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Remember the Cavaliers with Mark Price and short shorts. And, yeah, um, Greg Elo. Dude from Carolina. Craig Hill, yeah. that dude from Carolina, who played Do- center. Doherty. Uh, Brad, Brad Doherty. Doherty. Yes. Brad Doherty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, I mean, that's five. That's what five, six damn good teams right now that could get the cash. No, make a good point. Make a good point. I mean, the NBA was pretty damn good back then, and plus the Western yeah, Conference. You know, with the mad old school Mavericks with uh, Derek Harper, like Orlando Blackman. You know, you know, what I'm saying they were pretty damn good. So, of course, okay, the so here's were, the question. Well, okay, yeah, here's the question. Because basically what you're pointing out is the fact that in the 80s they had parity. There was parity in the league. Mm-hmm. What changed What, what yeah. changed to fix it to where money. the parity Money in the gone? CBA. I mean. Money in the CBA. That, that's what changed. Well, Scott, money in the CBA. That's part of it. The other part of it is this. Under development and the consistent drafting of untalented players, when you keep mm. bringing in non-talent and you keep underdeveloping non-talent, and this non-talent has the ability to move on in four years because some dumbass, excuse my English, 
GM thinks that this <laughs> underdeveloped player that didn't yeah. do anything for four years has the potential to, to to develop on your team so he sticks around for another two in another trash market and just continues to cycle around and just move around? That's why we don't have this quality. These guys don't stick around in college long enough. They don't bake well, long enough. They keep pulling okay. out this undone pizza, and you keep serving me this raw DiGiorno. Stop it, man. I'm going to go ahead and start ordering delivery. Well, look, well the, blame for that, the, the blame for that goes back to the NBA because they allowed them to come out after one year in college. It, well, it's not just yeah. allowing them. They keep drafting them. I don't care if you let them come out. Don't draft them. If you don't want them, don't draft them. It's like this. I know that both of you guys are married. But if you didn't want to mm-hmm. be with an ugly girl, you didn't date that ugly girl. Stop dating these ugly women and bringing them into your franchise and trying to dress them up and make them look pretty and something to me because it ain't working. Then, You're making the least off. Then you give them $93 million over a few years to play in Memphis, and it's like you think this is normal. I mean, look exactly. at what's happening. All of these, all of these guys who are so-so are getting these monster contracts. I looked at yeah. the Conley thing. I was like, am I dreaming? And then you look at some of the other ones that are getting paid. It's like, wait a minute. Can't He's getting paid <laughs> more money than some of the superstars did in the eighties and nineties and even early two thousands. He's making more money than they are. He yes. can't play eighteen mm. points, eighteen minutes. You know, I'm trying to remember what that guy's name was. Who I was like, you know, how can he possibly make that much money? He, you know, he sucks. But this is what this is what now. It's like they're settling for what they brought in. Exactly. The, the, the ugly, the ugly girls getting paid now because they don't have anybody else. <laughs> I almost lost my train of thought there, man. Um, so now that Kevin Durant's out of OKC, okay, what, where, do, where does OKC go from here? What's, mainly, what the hell should be done about Westbrook? Should they trade him? Because they're not going to stick around. So should they go ahead and trade him to see what they can get? Or would it be Roll where they just roll the dice and 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 and, and, and senselessly hope and pray that he resigns. Where we all know good and damn well that he's gone after the season, more likely, and not get anything in return for uh, Westbrook and have them become the the the, the 2010s version of the 1990s Orlando Magic. So, Dwayne, what do you think? Do you think that uh, do you, do you think that they should trade Westbrook? So where would where, where, where would Westbrook be a better fit at right now? Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, or the, the second part is an interesting question. Uh, like you said, we do not want to relive. We, we have the blueprint in the Orlando Magic, but with the exception mm-hmm. of, you know, Anthony Hardaway actually got hit, got injured, and then left. But that's like they got their own blueprint in KD. They know that this dude potentially won't stay around unless they're capable of bringing in another big-name talent to play alongside him. Because you have a team in OKC that went from a number three seed that can very easily drop to a number seven, number eight seed um, this year like they were the year before without KD playing on that team. So right. you can either hope right. that he, he signs on and continues to want to play that and, and believes that his situation in OKC would be better than what they're – where they believe he will go to L.A. to either the Clippers or the Lakers. So you can hope that that can be mm-hmm. the situation. Or you can right. go ahead and trade him 
and try to rebuild with different pieces and the pieces that you currently have and Victor Oladipo and um, Sabonis and, and hopefully Enos Cantor and, and, and Steven Adams. So where would Russell Westbrook be a better fit outside of OKC? Wow, outside of OKC? Man, that's an interesting question. If they trade him, uh, man, who would be willing to take on Hmm, how about Dallas? Someone who's been losing in the free agency sweepstakes for the past five years and really hasn't – I mean, they just signed the point guard, didn't they? Um, yeah. yeah. Who's that they just signed? Uh, Darren signed Williams. Signed That's right, Darren Williams. Yeah. I forgot about that. So, yeah, yeah they could probably bring him in. You know, they could probably bring yeah. him in to play the two. Um, maybe he goes to L.A., maybe he goes to the Clippers, maybe he goes to the Lakers. Um, God, I'm trying to think of where else would he be a fit. Because wherever he goes, he's going to have to – he's going to play either the one or the two. Hey, if, right. if, well, if he rolls don't work thing. out. And he won't. I was about to bring up um, D.B. Wayne, but <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Well, the thing is, 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 which is with, with as many teams as there are that need guard play and the fact that – you know, he has the opportunity now to be just like his uh, six-man teammate was who left and That's went right. to Houston, only to do a better job. Now, you talk mm-hmm. about teams that are rebuilding that have a lot of cash space and a lot of win. Uh, L.A. was the first team I thought of. No one uh-huh. wants to come to Dallas for whatever reason, so let's just take that out the mix. Um, I, I don't well, I know why. I was I thinking mean, trading. I was thinking the trade option. Yeah. <laughs> if they trade him, yes, but it's like, um, but you think that you know who's got the who? If he were to go to L.A., you know, the to the the Lakers. Now the Lakers starts. Now they have somebody say, hey, you can be a superstar. By the way, we're gonna bring other people here because this is L.A. Everyone wants to be here, which is which is true. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see, because uh, oh, I don't know why I'm thinking Phoenix, but um, mm-hmm. I do like. The Knicks idea, you know, put him in a big market because he played like crazy in the final, in the um, the the conference finals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. And who knows? You know, why not Chicago? <laughs> why not send him to Chicago? That could be a well, situation. But that, one spot what, where I just thought, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Scott. Yeah. One spot that I just thought well, go about ahead, go ahead. that that could very well easily open up Miami. Oh, yeah. Because D Wade right. is on on the move potentially. There's a high chance yeah. that he gets out of there. He leaves. It leaves that spot open for a player just like that. And why not Russell Westbrook? It's a bigger market. So basically, we're talking about major market teams. We haven't talked about, even though technically Miami, I think, is supposed to be a small market. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about him oh, going to a major market team. He's yeah. got to like that idea to go to a, a big market team. Hey, could you imagine? Could you imagine uh, Westbrook and Miami with a healthy Chris Bosh, Hassan Whiteside, uh, Drake Dragic? You know, you know, I mean, I mean, Westbrook could easily play the two and let Dragic do his thing. Uh, you know, like, so like exactly. the point because to me, Westbrook mm-hmm. is better off the ball. He like mm-hmm. like anyway, so it'll be right up his alley. So yeah, Dwayne Wade. We mentioned it. We touched on it earlier. Looks like he's about to be a bull. I just don't like the fit. I just don't like the fact. I feel bad that he's going to have to play with Rajon Rondo, 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in Chicago, I mean, I guess he's like, drop it. I'm out. He just doesn't give a damn about it's like about the money and stuff like that. It's about the president with him. Even though I think it was a better move for him to go back to Miami, but what do I know? He's on his way to like like back to be a member of the Chicago Bulls. It's going to be a very interesting year in the NBA next season. So, fellas, thanks again for doing this show. Short notice, this is fun. We could easily talk about this for two hours. But yeah. thanks again for joining me. We'll see if they're going to sign. If someone's going to sign Ice Cube to a huge money deal, like when they found it, he only messed around and got a triple-double. Uh, <laughs> so, so thank you guys for joining me on the podcast. Y'all have a good night, okay? You do All the right, same, man. Scott. Take care, Chris. All right, peace out. All right. Those are my guys. Talk about this crazy-ass NBA for agency. I mean... Jesus Christ. Timmy Gimazgoff, four years, $64 million. Solomon Hill, four years, 52. Evan Fournier, five years, 85 mil. Lord have mercy. I'm definitely in the wrong line of work. And Jeremy Lamb, three years, $36 million for the Brooklyn Nets. Got to get my son Gavin working on that jump shot of his. Ah. And we won't talk about Kevin Durant. I'm still disgusted, still disappointed. But who knows? I'm an old man. Get off my lawn. Whatever. But anyway, let me start ranting. This is Scott Brooks. Thank you for tuning in to the Clown Hour. Oh, six, y'all. Have a good evening and a good weekend. Peace out.